Listening to Live and On Board with Tony Malazzo, and my guest today is Dr. Laura Hayden. Woo! Woo, 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 woo! How are you, Laura? I'm amazing, thank you. Mm, you are amazing. <laughs> I'm gonna have to put a photo with this. She looks beautiful today. <laughs> thank you very much. Yes, uh, she's out here in Marina del Rey Harbor aboard Bella Note. Woo! Yes, thank you for coming out to the water. Thank you for having me. Always happy to come to the water. Yeah, glad to have you. And you're a busy girl. I know I know it takes a lot to get you down here. Uh, I am a busy girl. I, I keep, it, <laughs> keep it maxed out. Not on purpose. It just sort of happens to me. Yeah, yeah. You're always on the move. Is, is that uh, hard for you? Is that hard to handle? Uh, I actually like it. The only problem is sometimes it's like, I look at the calendar, I'm like, oh yeah, I have time there, and then living it is much different than booking it. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh yeah, I can work that out in the morning, I can do that in the afternoon, I can do that in the evening, no problem. And then you're like, oh, what did I plan a, a 17 and a half hour day? What was I thinking? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I was thinking that looked like free time, let's do it. And you're out early usually. I am out early. And then, of course, you're doing shows at comedy clubs late at night. I am. And so... Uh, I've mastered the changing of clothes while driving. <laughs> Yeah, I was trying to figure out in my head. Does she get three or four hours sleep or uh, what? About that, yeah. About that. That's why I look like this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wish I slept more. I, uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of sleep, but it doesn't happen. Okay. Well, sleep when you die. You'll have plenty of That's time. That's what I huh? figured. I'm going to sleep when I die. I'll get rest then. Yeah, all righty. Well, she's on the water with us today, Marina Del Rey Harbor. We have a cloudy, overcast day. I mean, we could have lied. We could have said it was sunny. Nobody would know, right? It was sunny earlier. It was sunny earlier. It'll get sunny by sunset. You know how it is. Yeah, it's a little bit cloudy right now. The foghorn is going. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Uh, do, do we hear any birds? There was some birds. Uh, always. <laughs> a lot of noise around the boat today. But I'm glad to have you here. I know you've boated, right? You have some boating experience? I do. I've been in the Marina Harbor. I actually come out here with my brother uh, during the summer when they have the regatta on Wednesday nights. Oh, right. Yeah, the, the racing. The beer can races. Is Wednesday that, night beer yes, can races. Yes, that's what uh, I come out here. I'm a Cal Yacht Club. I'm the, I'm the first matey if I'm here. <laughs> oh, great. So you actually, you're on board? And I am on board, and I just do what I'm told. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, so you're not, a lot of people go, oh, yeah, I've been sailing, but they mean they've sat there had a cocktail and they were ballast you oh know? no no it's my brother i am told you know pool <laughs> switch okay. coming about pool you know okay tie so off pool <laughs> is he a friendly captain or oh is yeah he like yeah captain bly or what? no no he's a friendly captain but okay. it's like pull more okay pull, pull. <laughs> yeah. yeah so i'm know. a screamer i am a screamer well you know you have to get over the sound of the wind and the birds and the foghorn and all yeah that. i make it sound like it has to be done this which it kind of does it does right? if I'm you're gonna like, catch the wind pull 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 and then i hand somebody their drink and go okay we're good. Yeah, well, if you, you got to catch the wind. So. Yeah, yeah. you got to be right there. So you have sailed. Um, many people have been on the show, comedians and uh, actors, that they either have horror stories of their uh, activities on the water or mostly power boating or fishing. So it's great to have somebody that's actually sailed and is a sailor. I consider you a sailor. I don't know if I'd say as a sailor, but if, I, I... If you've pulled a line... I've pulled a line. I've pulled, more than once. <laughs> I've pulled a lot. I've pulled, I've pulled a lot of lines. Um, that's you're not a sailor. A, that didn't sound quite right, maybe, but I've pulled a lot of lines. They're used to pulling things. I do have horse stories on boats, but it's not about <laughs> sailing. It's about performing. <laughs> performing on boats? I have a big thing about performing.
transforming on boats uh, because if you do a cruise like you come out one of those harbor cruises and they hire you and it doesn't right. go well you're stuck on the boat with them for the next three hours and it's like oh there's really no place to hide and I had probably the worst show of my life on a boat here in Marina del Rey and I was really yeah I got fired mid-set that was fantastic um, Wow I, I talked to the person that booked me and the big boss for probably a couple of hours about what she wanted and about what I was supposed to what I could say and what I can get away with and uh, I said uh, I said the word bitch and she stood up and she was the big boss and, and in a joking way not by calling her that she stood up everybody suddenly clamped down because she was the big boss and I got fired mid-set and uh, I was like just like what off You're yeah she here? just yeah she just looked at the the, the purser you know whoever's in charge and looked at him and she's like she gave him the cut sign and he came back over me behind me and he's like cut like get off and I was like all right so I apologized to the audience I said you know I, I came here to have a good time with you people clearly I passed the line uh, I apologize I hope you have the rest of the evening is enjoyable and uh, I'm gonna jump off and kill myself and um, but I actually I just hid in the in the captain's quarters till the end till every last person left that boat and I still to this day I'm like I've done a couple of, I've uh, obviously I've done some cruise ship work since then but I've done only one cruise um you know private cruise where i was performing since then and i'm like it was very like i had a lot of trepidation going into it i'm like i don't know if this goes bad i'm gonna be stuck on the boat with these people again for you know you gotta swim home now i mean i was like if this one it was this one was in newport harbor i was like it's a christmas party i'm like man if this one goes bad i am jumping off <laughs> i'm gonna just pick up one of those restaurants off the side there and, yeah. and drown my sorrows but luckily it went well so uh right. the curse has been lifted but that to this day is probably one of my worst nightmare stories of performing yeah. and it was on a on a boat I wish you weren't thrown out yeah then you would have been in the water and no I wasn't thrown water, out but, but it, I got fired I was supposed to do 30 minutes I got fired like 15 minutes in <laughs> and I yeah. was like and uh, I was like tell me her name later we'll ruin her no. <laughs> <laughs> actually I don't even remember it was like seven or eight years ago but I do remember everything I'm like I'm never doing comedy on a boat again but I have <laughs> so how long have you been doing comedy 13 years 13 years, huh? Good for yeah. you. Yeah, I've seen you around for quite quite some time. We have a lot of mutual friends. Yes, we do. And plenty of mutual friends that have been on the show. Pretty much probably everybody. Probably 28 episodes worth. <laughs> you know everybody that we work with and work together. Uh, we worked together on Saturday night. That it was, was a lot of fun. Awesome fun. Great show. Great yeah. lineup. Uh, everybody, if they didn't have a good time, it's their fault. Because everybody, everybody I saw was having a good time. So thank you to you. Thank you. Thank no, you. I've gotten tons of compliments from the audience, from the crew that worked with us. Just, it was endless, the emails that I've received. And every person said, wow, that lady was really funny. I need to go see her again. And I, I gave them your name and your information. Thank you. Uh, you were incredible. Incredible. Well, the whole show was incredible. Actually, oh. I was just part of a compilation of an amazing show from beginning to end. I mean, there was everybody on that show did an, a, a phenomenal job. It great was great ensemble. Yeah, it was awesome. I yeah. mean, I, I watched the whole show. I had a great time. <laughs> yeah. Should we mention who was there? Just in uh, case. I don't, sure, I don't want to miss not? anybody. You'll um, correct me. Uh, yeah. Al Jashorm, right? Yes. Helen Hong. Yes. Justin Ruppel. Yes. And Tim. Oh, that's right. And Tim Homie Yoon. Yes. Oh, and yeah. who I had not met before. Very funny. Very, very funny. Oh, very funny guy. He used to write for Saturday Night Live. He was fired. Who hasn't been been fired from Saturday Night Live? Oh, yeah, me. But um, you have to get hired first before you can get fired. (laughs) 
Yeah, I wouldn't mind getting fired for them because, yeah, you got to get hired first, right? Yeah, exactly. So, um, the troops, we were just talking about the troops before we uh, started recording this session. Dr. Laura has been on the road with the troops before and planning on going back. And to me, that's something that really impresses me because, number one, even if you're not going someplace that's in the line of fire... The troops really need to have a smile put on their face, and uh, they don't get to see anybody civilian. No, it's amazing. Or... Yeah, you know, I'm going to the Middle East again, and I'm grateful and happy to do it. And people are like, oh, that's so, you know, often when people announce, you know, the, the host of the show or something will sometimes announce that you've done military tours, and people want to applaud for you, which is lovely. And and I do appreciate it. I said, but, the, you know, truly the applause, does. I don't deserve the applause. The, the military people deserve the applause. Yeah. I got the opportunity to go there, which I am grateful to do, because it, it showed me a part of the world where I never want to be. And so I'm internally grateful for their service to our country. And I don't care what you believe politically. It doesn't really matter. These people are serving their country. And whether you believe in, you know, whatever ideology is in office right now, it doesn't even matter. These people have put their life and their families and, and everything on hold. And granted, they're getting paid, but they're not getting paid enough to make it worth it if you've ever been there. It's the right. worst place in the entire world. So you feel the least you could do is strap yourself to the inside of a cargo plane and yeah. eat, eat some sand for a few days. Yeah, you know, <laughs> um, it, it is not luxurious travel, and it's not luxurious accommodations, yeah. but again, I get to leave, um, yeah. and they... It, anything that you think that you're giving them, they give you tenfold back because, like you said, a lot of these bases, but particularly in the more sensitive areas, they are on the base for whatever amount of time they're there for. They're not allowed to leave because it's too dangerous to have people going on leave all the time. So really only supplies and, you know, higher ups. Right. And again, that's even sort of regulated how much. I mean, I had a couple of places where we weren't allowed to travel during the, at night. We had to travel mm -hmm. to this base during the day in like a military plane and then leave before nightfall and get in and you, so we're doing like lunchtime shows or shows on the on the flight line because they wow. have to still work you know and they're stuck on this plot of land you know a couple of miles wide for you know six nine months without their family right. you know eating mres if you know what those are those oh, yeah. are delightful i was just gonna ask you are you <laughs> eating packets or what what's going on um no we've i have we have had some yeah we eat on base but i haven't had to do like you're on the chow line right yeah, the chow line, but I haven't had to do... Yeah, we always eat the chow line, almost... Do you get to go first? No, no, we just go in, you know, we just... Often some of the bases they're, they aren't they're, like here's the stars they get to eat A lot first. of the bases Kinda are like really lovely. They put you they put you in like a VIP section, but okay. honestly, a lot of the places they just put you with the with yeah. the regular troops, which is perfectly fine. And um, yeah, you want to be with them. And right? the, the MREs, I've only had we only had one place where that was like you know that was the meal, the MR, uh, and so um, we did that. But I mean, it, I mean they're not delicious, but they're okay. You know, yeah. just I don't have to eat them every day for the for the right, next nine right. months. I had one meal of that. I'm like. I will survive, you know. So are you just loving that audience? Because, I mean, these guys, they haven't seen anything since the last comics. They haven't been home in a while. They're yeah. not exactly watching lots of TV. Yeah. Um, they, they're they are so lovely. They they're so screaming. lovely and, and uproaring and screaming and excited that you yeah. came there. One of the bases this last time I went there, they had never had any live entertainment in, like, oh, wow. four years. The commander, their high commander started crying during the show and not that you know not because we were horrible right. she was crying because she was grateful that somebody brought entertainment to her her you know and this was one of the bases where they're not allowed to leave um they go on base and they're they're there till their deployment ends because it's too dangerous to be shipping people in and out so they're on this plot of land that's like one mile by two miles Holding for their down. yeah for their six months or nine months or whatever and she was so great and it you know it's arduous getting to these places they're not 
you know, they're not, these bases aren't in the middle of the Ritz. They're out in the middle of the desert, right. and, you know, and it takes hours of either flight or van or both to get to them. Yeah. And then, you know, we almost have to leave immediately because we have to right. get to the next one. So, um, you know, it's not, it's not a cushy, but again, eternally grateful for their service. So if, you know, I, if sleep deprived in a, you know, some uncomfortable bedding and, you know, maybe not the most, uh, I give you a taste of uh, a little bit. I, of it. I, I, I don't, you not. know, all of this is all perfectly yeah. fine to me because I am grateful for the service they do because until you have seen this, I don't even think you can imagine how awful it is over there. Yeah. I mean, the Middle East is, is Mars with trash. That's how I describe it. Yeah. I mean, the big cities, Dubai and stuff like that, are you know, the beautiful big cities are, are gorgeous and they're made with oil money. But outside of that is brown, ugly desert. Not even pretty desert. Yeah. Brown, ugly desert with dead camels. Yeah. I mean, and that's like miles, hundreds of miles right. of this. Now, uh, the reason why I asked you the question about... Uh you know, how, how, what kind of audience they were and how excited they get. Because I wanted to talk to you also about health okay. and, and comedy yeah. and, and the healing value. Absolutely. And how important it is for them to have a release especially. Absolutely. Uh, it's it's so important for the yelling, the screaming, that whole giving up the energy yeah. and, and the exchange of your energy yeah. is very important to them. And to everybody around yeah. the laughter, world. Laughter is one of those wonderful things. It's um, it's a healing on so many aspects, and I, I obviously can talk about that for a long time because that's what my dissertation is on. Giving laughter and getting laughter doesn't deprive both. It serves both parties. It's not like it's kind of like I got I got ten dollars and you got ten dollars. We both got ten dollars out of this exchange. It it didn't it didn't lessen its value by me. Pl- providing it or them receiving it it actually it actually improved the value for both of us Mm -hmm. and um it is cathartic and it is um stress reducing and it does help fight burnout and it does help you know put put some monotony behind their day something different and like i said they are so grateful they'll line up for hours afterwards to talk to us for two minutes and go hey have you ever been to ohio i'm from ohio you know and they want to know that you've been to where they live and you know have you been to their uncle's deli and you know and and i work there you know and you're like and you you realize how small the world is because some of us probably have been there you know and they're like oh my god that's my uncle you know and stuff like that and then now they have a connection to home and it's just a really amazing um, experience. Yeah, and the health value for them and you is incredible. Incredible. Have you ever had anything going on actively just outside the base? Because I know Johnny Cardinelli had told me a story that uh, there was like a lockdown and a bomb had go off not far well, from the fence. And so he was kind of stuck there for a little the bit The last time, well, there's some crazy stuff that goes on, but it, we're so well protected. It's like yeah. insane that, you know, a bunch of comics have bodyguards. I mean, some of these countries, we have bodyguards. And um, I think they're just practicing for when somebody really important comes in. But anyhow, in Bahrain this last time, we left the day that it became like not cool for, you know, American citizens to fly into there. But we were leaving that day. But there was there's something sketchy that went on, and they'd shut down the base. But we were leaving that day, so we skirted out before whatever was going on with there. And then the Gaza Strip, which is amazing, because I was there in January. I was like one mile from where all this insanity is happening that happened like a month ago. There, like it blew up again and I was like you know it's amazing that you know you see this plot of land and like people are fighting over this brown ugly desert and I mean you could see it I was less than a mile away I was up on a tower and I could see this whole thing and I'm like this is just insane our world is insane like you know why can't we all just get along yeah you'll Um, see see the same people somewhere else (laughs) 
yeah. sitting at the same table getting along. I used to be a ham radio operator. Oh, okay. And you hear them talking on the radio, all the countries that don't get along and are blowing each other up. And uh-huh. it, it just, it's hard to understand. Yeah, it is. I, it really is. I really, I, I can't wrap my brain around, around that level of hate. I can't, no. but it's... People it's, fighting for 200 years, 2,000 years. Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's inbred almost. And, uh, you know, I don't... I don't honestly know how to change the answer. I, I only think yeah. that, you know, tolerance and education can do it. But I don't even, you know, like I said, it's part of their almost DNA on some level. But um, I want to transitionalize now. Let's, uh, all right. let's, let's move to, we're still on, on the health value. Okay. Uh, you're, you're a doctor also. I know I you have am, your PhD. I am a, technically Dr. Laura. I'm not an MD, so I always like to, to clarify that because um, right. some people don't care. Like, Dr. Dr. Phil, Dr. Laura, the other one, um, are also have PhDs, but they're not an MD. So I'm not a medical doctor, even though I work in the medical field. I'm a physical therapist. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know why I feel the need to clarify that. Most people are like, whatever. Yeah, they yeah. don't care. You're I can't a physical write, therapist and a comedic therapist. I can't, I can't write prescriptions, <laughs> so don't ask. Um, I can't get you any Percocet, Vicodin, <laughs> <laughs> Norco, whatever it is your flavor you're looking for. Um, well, th- those people need to heal with some comedy and some sailing. That's my advice the, to them. Sailing, get anything, rid of the meds. Anything that um, <laughs> helps you... Um, take your mind off and it can comedy does it for me laughter does it for anything that makes your mind transition into something else that takes your focus off whatever you're stressing or angry or something that actually um dissipates those negative feelings and it does actually chemically change your brain when you laugh your brain actually releases uh stress releasing hormones and and or stress-reducing hormones and reduces the stress hormones in your brain. It chemically happens, and you can even fake laugh, and it still happens. Your body doesn't know that you are faking it, so fake it till you make it. Um, so smiling <laughs> or fake laughter is as good as real laughter. To There's your brain. a lot of people faking everything out there. Well, <laughs> it is Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> so you're doing lots of shows. I am. Not just here in L.A. I see you all over the map. I go where I'm invited. Yeah, yeah. So East Coast, I, I see you. Uh... I I love going to the East Coast. I love New York, as you know. So oh, yeah. I I just wait. So if somebody books me, I'm like, all right, I'm going to New York again. That's how. I, I'm I wish I had a, a little closet in Manhattan. You know, half right. million dollar closet in Manhattan where it's uh-huh. like a bed and a sink. That's a million half yeah. a million dollars. That's there. big. What do you mean a sink too? You want a sink? That's an extra two grand. You want I know. A sink. I know. It, anybody who has a sink for a prostitute shower is another two grand a month. Okay. It, exactly. <laughs> but uh, no, I like I like the energy in Manhattan. So New York is cool to visit anytime. So yeah, yeah, I'm headed that way soon. Good I'm for be you there for a couple weeks for the fam. Yeah, right. family and uh, holidays and fun and shows. Excellent. I need the release. You think I could just go home and hang out with the family and no, get all stressed no, out no, without no, getting no. on stage every night no, to you blow it out? No, no, you can't go home with the family and not do shows. <laughs> Especially, I got that old-fashioned Italian family. Hello. Oh no, no! You better have one every night. Hello. <laughs> Nine courses. I dated an Italian guy from New York. Oh, did you? Yeah, a long time ago. Oh yeah, you, you eat, you eat, you eat, you eat. And you're like, you think it's over, and it's still like, oh no, okay, that was only the appetizer section. We haven't even had the entree yet, really. Yeah. Oh, that was just the antipasta. Oh my god. Oh yeah. How yeah. much food is coming out? Oh yeah, like nine, ten courses. Yeah. Oh, it's insane. Yeah. And get, then you gotta stop at somebody else's house and yeah, it's an get, insult if yeah. you don't eat something there. Yeah, either. you get cannolis with the turkey. 
<laughs> oh yeah, love cannolis. Don't let's not get oh, my favorite place is Veneros in New York City. They're I know Veneros. Veneros. Oh, that's my favorite. Good stuff. Favorite cannolis. Now we're now we're on to food. So you I like to food. eat? I do. I love to eat. I love to cook. What's your favorite uh, genre of food, ethnicity? I like them all, to be honest. I'm not allowed medically to eat sushi, even though I have, and I admire the art form. I admire. Su- sushi sushi chefs and and their um art it's an art form and i admire it very much but i'm not allowed to eat anything raw um per oh. my uh, endocrinologist um so anyhow so i just look at it i okay. can go japanese I do you cook i do cook what do you cook i cook everything i i mm. actually desire to have a comedy cooking show that is like my one of my biggest goals i oh, have really? skills in the kitchen <laughs> I love to cook too. Yeah, I have I have skill. I'll cook I'm anything. In. Maybe we should do that's, that. That's my friends would do to me. Like they that. like cut out a recipe out of Bon Appetit or whatever, uh-huh. and they're like, "I'm gonna come over Friday. We're gonna make this because I know you know how to do it." I can read recipes and and taste it. Like I can like I can I can put it together in my head just by reading the recipe, what's supposed to happen and how mm-hmm. that will taste. So like Good. I have like I have skills in the kitchen. So good, but well, I you gonna cook for me next time? Sure. Oh, all right. All right. I'm in. I'm all right. An, I'm an eater. Absolutely. And I me love too. To cook. I like I'd, to share the kitchen. Too. I, I cook, eat. It's all good. Excellent. I like Excellent. the hedonistic activities. All right. So hopefully in the future we're looking forward to a Laura Hayden uh, cooking comedy show. Absolutely. That'd be, great, That'd be huh? fantastic. I love that. I might produce that for you. I'm I'm all in. I'm in. I'm in. I actually you heard a... it first right here. <laughs> I have several ideas. <laughs> so uh, we're we're all over the map. Uh, I love that about you. We're, I like, am GPS. So much to say. I there's am so GPS to... conversationally. Yes, oh my absolutely. God, it's like I want to go so many places. I want to ask you about like your inspiration uh, for comedy. Uh, who inspires you, and why are you doing comedy? How did you? How did this all come about? Uh, comedy happened by accident. Um, comedy chose me. I didn't choose it. I did not grow up in my life going. I want to be a performer. Um, I came to the game late. I came to the game. Um, I waited tables forever and ever because uh, I went to school forever and ever. That's a prerequisite. Yeah, and um, <laughs> I I actually started waiting tables to get over basically pathological shyness. Um, I was you oh my god you have no idea they would have put me in therapy for how introverted shy I was as a child even all through school wow. I, my high school my high school yearbook reads to the shyest girl I've ever met to the quietest girl I've ever met you're sweet and quiet stay that way wow like, I have people that went to high school they like find out I do comedy now and they're like I didn't even know she talked so I started waiting tables <laughs> one because you can make money and two to actually force myself to get over this pathological shyness because I saw how it limited my mother. Are you over? Uh, yeah. I, though I do fall, <laughs> I do fall into patterns. There's certain situations that ha- cause me to fall into patterns like that. And I can usually feel the resistance inside me going, what, why am I acting like this? Right. And when I feel that I go through the steps and these are the steps. If you're pathologically shy, what's the worst thing can happen? Can you accept the consequences? Yes. Then proceed. Usually it's on a phone. I hate talking on the phone. So it's usually cold calling. I'd be like, what's the worst thing that can happen? They hang up. Can you live with that? Yeah. Okay, proceed. So, I mean, I logically have to say these things to myself to get over it. So this is pretty inspirational for others because there's a lot of people who are shy. Yeah. And and then to see you out on stage just tearing it up. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I do a lot of things on stage. I say things on stage and I do things on stage that I actually would not do in in a more private setting. Like, I mean, I'm not that inhibited but i will do or say almost anything on stage if i think it'll get a laugh and i may not do that like in a party situation you know may not do the same 
words or activities or or or, or well, I think Saturday night I saw you jump into a chair and throw your legs in the air. Yeah, I may not do that at a party, but That's on stage. The Disney version, I just. Said. Yeah, if I if I think it'll get a laugh on stage, I'll do it. I mean, I've had people, you know, take off their clothes on stage and like do stupid stuff, but I would not be at a party and be like, hey, let's do this. Like that wouldn't be my mo. On stage, yeah. it's a different animal. You know how it is. Gotcha. Uh huh. So anyhow, I waited tables forever and ever, and all my regular customers like, oh my god, you're so funny. I'm like, not funny. What do you want? And then in graduate school, I had to get the first time I got my master's. They um, we have to give an enormous amount of presentations, and so they asked me to give the commencement speech because apparently I made everything entertaining. They're just looking to not be a boring speech because right. you know commencement speeches are notoriously yeah, boring. boring. So afterwards, people are like, "Oh my God, you're such a natural up there," and I'm like, "Uh." You don't understand. I threw up twice before the speech, but I still wanted to do it. So anyhow, every New Year's, instead of pretending to give up something, I try something new. Thirteen years ago, I flipped a coin. Heads came up. I took a stand-up class instead of sailing lessons. <laughs> and now uh, I've been doing it ever since because there's no 12-step program for comics. No. Once you start, it's hard to stop. You can go on sabbatical for many years, but it's still lurking. You always come back. It, the monster's lurking somewhere oh, in yeah. the dark. Yeah. I took a lot of time off this year myself. Did you? Only okay. did a few guest appearances, did a lot of hosting. Okay. Um, as That's far not as really off. Up, yeah, for me it was. I was doing a couple of days a week at the comedy store, the improv, yeah. like everybody else. And yeah. I, I slowed down to do some film and some pilots and well, some other stuff. Well, that's still performing. But, I mean, yeah, you but like, I miss it. You didn't like go and like, I'm not doing anything. I'm going to become a chemical engineer and sit in a box. Uh, no, you were still out there performing. I feel like but... I have to have a coming out party. Okay. <laughs> I'm serious. I feel like I've been away in a way. So it's like, I'm going to New York now and I'm like, this is it. I'm back. I'm back. They didn't know you went away. They just thought you were here. So yeah, they, yeah. They don't know. Yeah. That's what a lot of my friends just said. Like, you. Yeah, they're like, you're back. You, you didn't go anywhere. <laughs> I'm like, thanks for noticing I'm not out regularly. See? <laughs> I have to get on stage fairly regularly or the uh the um introverted uh quiet shy demons come back if i'm out all the time if i'm up often like none of that lurk uh, none of those demons that are lurking inside me come back it's just like okay day in the office get on stage da, 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 da. but if i wait too long uh like i i can't go a couple of weeks without performing or then it's like starting a cold engine and be like okay what am i saying what am i doing? <sighs> like it's too anxiety ridden for me so i i try to not go more than a week without at least yeah. getting up somewhere because yeah. it's so much easier to keep the, the the machine going than to like let all those demons come back in i guess that's what i feel like right now yeah a little you're... bit of anxiety about it just because yeah. i haven't done it regularly yeah haven't been out again yeah time to get back okay i'm going out i'm going out on the road with laura all right comedy and cooking yeah. comedy and cooking <laughs> and sailing yeah, yeah, I love that about you. The whole sailing thing. We're fellow sailors. Yeah. I know. We got this whole new. I don't. I don't have. A, I don't have the license because I didn't take the class. My my uh, my brother's oh, a don't... captain. My brother's a captain oh, actually. He? Yeah. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. But... Yeah, yeah. He did all the. He can do the night sailing and everything. I oh, mean, yeah. he's done all the, the crazy stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, sail at night a lot. He just. I just told. Just pull. All right, coming about. Pull. Pull harder. Tie the knot. Yeah. <laughs> this boat's done almost fifty trips to Catalina. Oh wow. And I would say that forty-five of them. We're at night. Wow. Yeah, I mostly go at night. I don't uh, like to burn the daylight. Yeah, don't uh, don't tell Natalie Wood. Yeah. Oh, that's another whole story. <laughs> we'll talk about that on another episode. Okay. I'll have you and the captain that was on board <gasps> that night. That's oh my God! Yeah, that's that, that's, there's so much mystery around there. Oh, Christopher yeah. Walken has 
never talked about it. No, and uh, well, the two of them, him and Robert Wagner, shouldn't. There's a lot to hide there. I'm sure there a is. A lot to hide. You know, you're just terrific. Just yeah, terrific. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no looking the other way. No. No looking the other way. Oops, what happened? Yeah. Is Laura still on board? <laughs> Where'd make, she go? Make sure my life policy is, uh, life insurance mm. policy is up. Let's make sure somebody makes some money out of it. <gasps> is that her screaming? Oh, no, those are bubbles. You must have your foot on her head. <laughs> Nothing happened. Yeah. yeah they, he's never talked about it, ever. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people don't even know he was on the boat. Well, let's go somewhere else now. <laughs> <laughs> That's cheery. Yeah. So I'm just so happy that you came out to the boat to hang out with me. Oh, it's great. I I love boats. I actually thought about living on a boat for a while. Um, yeah, yeah. It's good if you have a big enough boat. Yeah, that, that would be key. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just so happy that I've been doing shows with you. If you haven't seen Laura Hayden or hung out with Laura Hayden, you need to. Oh. So you need to check out the wet. Her energy is incredible. The oh. energy exchange. I always feel much better after I've hung out with you. Um <laughs> Where, where can everybody find you? Uh, LauraHayden.com. Everything's on there. Um, I usually keep the shows updated, and you can LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook. Apparently, I have to go and join Google. I joined Google+, Plus, but I don't have it on there. I belong to Google+. Plus. I belong to Foursquare, too. I don't even know the account. And then Reddit, I guess, is the Yeah, you thing. can go crazy And Instagram. Yeah, I got an Instagram I'm account, too. I'm on a few too. of them. It's, yeah. it's insane. But, uh, it's endless. Find Laura and check out what she's doing and see if she's at a town near you because you need to see her. If you get the supermodel, that's not me. There's a supermodel named Laura Hayden as well yeah. in Spain. Well, you are hot, though. Oh, you're, well, thank you. Cute. Well, she's like 22 and been on the cover of Vogue in Europe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like you. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. That's a huge compliment. Usually my other radio guests are sitting over there. <laughs> I put it right next to me. I'm like, oh, sit right here. You have to. This is where the mic will pick you up best. An inch and a half from me. The casting couch in the boat. <laughs> the boat the, casting. The, the, the boat cubby. <laughs> the boat cubby. You like it over there? Oh, yeah, it's good. Okay. You're sitting right where I put Marie Del Preti, too. I put her real close to oh, me, too. okay. Only she curled up into the fetal position in a little ball. And she was like, oh, like, and then she explained how there must have been 1,500 living organisms out here on the boat and by the water. And, and she got kind of freaky. So you see, learn something new about people every day. Yeah. I didn't know so she, she was a germaphobe. Uh, yeah, so Marie she... Del Preti's a germaphobe. Oh, I thought if, maybe it, she was claustrophobic. No, germaphobe. Oh, okay. And then she got into germs. We did 20 minutes on germs. Well, she should so, never, ever take a biology class then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if you ever perform with her, you need to do something or say something. I know right? her. I haven't seen her in about a year, but I know her. Very funny. Marie's little secret. Germaphobe. <laughs> Gave it away. I was like, do I have any phobias? Not that I know of yet. Do you have any phobias? Not that I know of. You're I don't afraid like... of heights? Uh, nope. I'm I, I, afraid of drowning? Uh, you know, I don't really want to drown, but uh, I don't have like, oh my God. I'm, Is that I weird? Are you afraid of drowning? I Did I really just say that? I, <laughs> no, I think about Everybody's it every, every, every morning I wake up and go, can I, I, I think maybe I'll try drowning today. Um, well, uh, you know, I've had nightmares my whole life over dr this drowning situation, uh -huh. right? And so there must be a reason why I'm a sailor, because yeah. I guess I'm facing it. Yeah, every facing, day when facing I'm out your fear. Um, I don't, I don't particularly care for bugs. Like I'm not a big fan of bugs, but I'm not like, oh my god. I mean, you know, life 
life entails. Sometimes there's one in the house, you got to kill it. Yeah. But, you know, I would prefer never to see one again. Really? Yeah. Uh, I didn't bring any with me today. Yeah, I, 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 I don't go out of my way. Maybe next time. I, you know, I don't feel the need to go to a bug museum and see bugs. I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I don't really want to hold a panther. Um, yeah, I'm like snakes, reptiles, and bugs, not my favorite, but I'm not like, you know, I don't have like, oh my God, I, I can't ever see one. Like thinking about them doesn't make me curl into a ball or anything like that. Yeah. I can't think of anything I have phobia about, but I'm sure there is. Um, I'll let you know. I'll think about it. When, okay. when I identify one, I'll call you up and go, Tony, I know what I'm afraid of now. Okay. Do that. It's clowns. <laughs> we'll have more to discuss next time. Too, a lot of people have clowns, uh, are afraid of clowns. But, uh, yeah, they are. Clowns are pretty scary. They are frightening. Clowns are frightening. Yeah. Clowns are scary. I don't like clowns. I, I, don't I, was, bring a, I was a class clown, but that's a little bit Don't different. bring in the clowns here. Yeah. So, Laura, you are going to come back, right? Yes, yes. Okay, good. And we'll do some more boating. And we'll, yes, we'll definitely. We'll talk about your phobias and bugs and, and whatever bo- you and want. And my new book that I'm going to have by the next time I come back. Okay. What, oh, yeah, real quick. Let's go talk I can't talk about it until it's published. Oh, okay, that's right. This year, book... Okay. By the book. end of the year. You heard it. Laura Hayden book. That's all we're allowed to know. Yes. Till it's published. You Can't know, I'm going to steal that idea and I'm going to write a book. Okay. Do it. <laughs> now I'm writing a book too. About a book. <laughs> about a book. No, I'm not stealing your idea. I'm stealing your idea about writing a book. Okay, good. That's simple. I'm there just, you go. I'm writing a book. Excellent. Every, everybody who comes on, they're like, I'm writing a book, but I can't tell you what, what it's about. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, because you can't copyright an idea, so no. that's why I don't want to say yeah, anything about it. It's tough. But I'm sure it's going to be original. I'm sure it's things in your life and things, right? Um, I'm hoping it'll be original. I feel like it's really <laughs> cathartic for a lot of people, so it'll be good. That's all I'm getting out of you with that Yes, question? that's all you're getting My out of me. Oh, God, I was like prying. No, I was that's, in there. All, that's I was all you're getting. You don't get any more. Oh, my God. Okay, we're going to let her go. We're going to bring her back when she has her book. Thank you. And we're going to take her out sailing, and hopefully we don't get the book wet. <laughs> we'll get you wet though. Oh, <laughs> oh! <laughs> In more ways than one. <laughs> oh! This was Disney right until then. Oh my! <laughs> okay, Laura, it's been great having you. Well, thank you, Anything Tony. Anything inspirational? Any goodbye? Any farewell speech? Uh, laugh a lot, cause it matters a lot to your body, health, and well-being. You will be healed. Exactly. Thanks for listening. Join me on Twitter. Check us out on Facebook, TonyMalazzo.com. You've been listening to Live and On Board with Tony Malazzo and my guest, Laura Hayden. Yay! Ahoy. Ahoy.